Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Movies to Meal, a podcast where we talk about movies and other things while we eat. I'm your co-host, Ben, and as always, I'm joined by Keith hey. and Brad. What's up? Okay, so you're going to hear this, I think, on January 21st, and we're going to take this time, because it is basically a dead period of, of movies, to just go ahead and do our annual 2024 preview, and we're going to do it round robin style. Keith's going to lead off. And we're just going to keep going until we get to number one. Um, <laughs> Keith and I basically just put a list together. And I think, am I correct, uh, Keith? You're like me. We just kind of put it in chronological order. Yes, I went from January all the way till I think, maybe November. Okay, so mm-hmm. just movies that we saw. Brad, ever the ever the extra credit student, uh, you ranked <laughs> yours, right? Actually, yep. from like I, most I, desirable. Yeah, I, I, um, I ranked mine from 10 to 1. The least of the most desirable to the most of the most desirable. And cut out some good movies that I want to see. Keith, why don't you kick it? off for us. What's your number All 10? Right. Well, my, my first movie is Ava DuVernay's Origin with Ingenue Ellis Taylor. I've been looking forward to this one for a long time. It's based on the book by and about the author Isabel Wilkerson. Actually, it'll be a, it'll be a deep adaptation of her book Cast. And Ellis Taylor plays Wilkerson as she travels to Pendasago, the unspoken system that has shaped America and chronicles how lives today are defined by a hierarchy of human divisions. As you can tell, that's a quote from the movie description, but you know it's going to be a deep movie. It'll be very good. This time also stars uh, John Bernthal, Vera Farmiga, and Nick Offerman. And it says it's opening wide January 19th, so we'll see. It might already be out by the time we hear this podcast. It could be. You know, it opened for a li- very limited run in November to get some end-of-the-year buzz. I don't think it did. But, yeah, n- January 19th it's, um, was when it should go wider, so we'll see. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll go next. Um, you know, the springtime, like we said, generally movies aren't that serious. My number 10, if I can channel... Peter Griffin from <laughs> Family Guy and be like Roadhouse because that's why uh, that's why number ten uh, the Roadhouse remake starring Jake Gyllenhaal mm-hmm. that kind of piqued my interest and as I was doing my research it's also directed by Doug Lydon who I enjoy all the way back from Swingers you know he did the first Bourne movie and then um, a, a one that people always seem to love Edge of Tomorrow or Eat Die Repeat God, whatever oh, sorry sorry it's like what is it. Live, Die, Repeat. Oh, yeah. Also eat, but Live, Die, Repeat. Mm -hmm. Roadhouse, I mean, this could go either two ways. Either way, probably cheesy. The first original Roadhouse with uh, Patrick Swayze, R.I.P. Great. Just a a cheese cheese fest of a movie, but also enjoyable. And hopefully this one will at least achieve that. All right, so Roadhouse is my number 10. So, Brad, what do you got? All right, my number 10 is, uh, is a, I guess you could say, a tradition unlike any others for these top 10 lists. Uh, it's, uh, it's a movie that I'm going to name here, but I kind of know it's going to be bad, but I'm still going to watch it anyway. I think this started with, it was either Venom or Venom Let There Be Carnage. I can't remember which, and I think it's continued from <laughs> but there. But you liked both of those anyway. <clears throat> they were okay. Probably more of a uh, Razzie contender. But So my number 10 here, and I'm going to rant on this because it's I'm going to watch it, but it's probably going to be a bad movie, and this is a movie that I actually chose Last year's number 10, this is Craven the Hunter. If you want to see a good characterization for Craven, either play Spider-Man 2, Marvel Spider-Man 2, or read the comics. Don't watch this movie. I can already tell it now just from the previews. Aaron Taylor Johnson plays Craven, and it has Russell Crowe and uh, Ariana DeBose in it. So maybe, hopefully, it'll raise it from terrible or bad to okay. Nonetheless, I have low hopes, but I'm still going to watch this. I'm going to continue to tradition, and this is my number 10. Comes out August 30th, 2024. Keith, so, what's your number nine? My number nine is the culturally titled The American Society of Magical Negroes. I'll admit, you know, I saw this one that made me giggle. First thing you made me look at the title, but this is, this is on the Sundance slate. 
And I've always enjoyed the, not really enjoyed, but appreciated in a dark way, the trope of the magical Negro in American cinema who like, helps white people through some kind of magic that doesn't exist. And it's ripe for satire and spoof. And this should be really good. It's the feature directing debut from actor-comedian Kobe Libby. And like I said, it toys with that premise, but it's also kind of a romantic comedy. I've seen the trailer. You know, there's a young black guy who's sent to help a young white guy, and it goes from there. This could go horribly wrong, or it could be really funny. I think it's going to be good if it bites hard enough. There's two of my favorites, David Allen Greer and Nicole Byer. So once this is out of Slum Sundance, I'll see it on March 22nd. So my number nine, this might be one that Keith has, but I'm just going to let loose anyway. It is Mickey 17, the Bong Joon-ho sci-fi movie. I got pushed back 2025, or it's indefinite now. It got, it got. Uh, yeah, I just saw. Well, one of them I saw. I saw it yesterday. It's March 29th. Yeah. First showing that net, yeah. which I trust. Uh, yeah. I but there was also a TBA. There was also just a 2024 TBA. Okay, sorry, Ben. Keep going. Well, just... no, just let it. We, we, yeah, that's okay. We can let him say it. We'll take it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I just, I just heard something. I thought I heard something about that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh. Uh, well, regardless, I'm going to put on my list um, <laughs> until otherwise. Um, I'm going to mm. have the same faith as you had faith in the Gambit movie that never came out. <laughs> you kept talking about for years. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bong Chuho, obviously, Parasite and just one of our best filmmakers, uh, teaming up with Robert Pattinson. It's a sci fi movie about clones. That's all you need to know. That's all I want to know. Mm -hmm. And I'm down for it. Whether it opens in March, <laughs> December, or 2025. All right, well, 909 was originally going to be Argyle, which comes out February 2nd, which is a movie I'm still interested in seeing, but it's now at number 11, to replace a movie that does not even have a release date yet, which is uh, The Old Guard 2, the sequel. Ooh. So um, This movie was slated to come out in 2023. Hopefully it will come out in 2024. I believe most of the cast is returning, and, I mean, there's a story ready-made by the end of the first movie, so, I mean, hopefully it's something that... Uh, It'll continue with the same action, the same uh, character development, the same story beats. It would it'd be nice. There's a new director in uh, Victoria Mahoney, so hopefully she will um, carry the same uh, story that I believe is Gina Gina Price Blythewood, I believe, directed that the first one. Hopefully she can uh, pick up pick up right where the last one left off. So this movie does not have a release date, but like Ben, I'm hopeful that uh, it will come out. Moving right along, I'm going to repeat that below quickly. Ben was correct. My number eight is Bong Joon-ho's Mickey 17. Oh, you should have said something. I, we would have done a different thing. I wasn't sure, you know, but anyway. <laughs> anyway. From all the same reasons Ben said, Rob Pattinson always chooses good movies. I love sci-fi movies. And it's Bong's first feature since 2019, when he was the Oscars king. I don't have any reason to be excited. Okay, so I guess it's me again. So my number eight, um, I'm going to go to another kind of like proven director, Guy Ritchie. And it is the... Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. So it's based, I guess, on some true stories of World War II uh, about some special operations guys. But, you know, Guy Ritchie, sometimes his movies are good, sometimes his movies are bad. Mostly good. But this one is also headlined by Henry Cavill and Reacher's own Alan Richardson. So I'm interested. My number eight is a uh, is another movie that very well might get pushed back to 2025. I think I have three on this list, so this will be my <laughs> first one. It's the untitled Incredible sequel. So uh, Incredible, I'll just say Incredibles three. It's uh, the third movie coming from the first family of Pixar, which I believe now Disney owns. Correct. Still call them first family of Pixar though. It's always good to see the family in action. Uh, Brad Bird is set to return, so he's I believe the first two uh, directed the first two. So. Focus on family first over anything, everything else. 
Good team action. I'm interested to see how this goes. I think the movie ended pretty, uh, had a nice, uh, interesting ending in the second one. So, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm very interested to see how they take this one. Uh, the movie's slated to come out November 27th, but there's not really much known about it, so this movie might get pushed mm -hmm. back to 2025. Here's hoping it doesn't. So. It's still the best Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree on that one. So We're up to number seven, and my number seven is Back to Black, the upcoming biopic about Amy Winehouse, due out May 10th. You know, I'm very skeptical about music biopics, especially when the story's already been told very well. You know, Asif Kapadia made the truly heartbreaking documentary, Amy, it's just one of my favorite movies. But Amy Winehouse, as far as musicians, she's probably in my top ten of all time, even in her short life. She, I just love her. And I've seen the trailer. Actress Marissa Abella, I think she's going to be very good in this. It has a real gritty kind of look, which you need for an Amy Winehouse kind of story. You know, she was from the, from the London streets before she became, you know, really, really, really popular. And Eddie Marsan has the very thankless task of playing her awful father, Mitch Winehouse. So this has potential. I am skeptically optimistic this will be good. I think this is the benefit of us doing it chronologically because this is also my number seven. And for the same reasons that Keith said, you know, I'm the same way. I'm not really, I'm kind of burned out on musical biopics. And that's why, like, the Bob Marley one is not on my list and some other stuff. Um, but it is interesting. You know, Amy Winehouse burned brightly very quickly. Mm -hmm. She really, I mean, Back to Black is her only album, really. I mean, she put out one before, but, mm -hmm. you know, that was what kind of made her star. And then, you know, unfortunately, like, just like that, it was it was already gone. Okay, so I'm done. So what do you got for number seven? <laughs> uh, my number seven is probably not going to be good as the, um, the movie that um, preceded this, but uh, with this character, it's uh, Godzilla... X Kong, the new empire. So this would be decent. I think it's gonna be decent, but I think minus one handled everything. Well, it's a, a whole other. Yeah, I, I know, but I mean, this is like the, this is like comparing the Batman versus um, uh, DCE Batman movie. Forever or something. Yeah. So, yeah. But, anyway. No, well, no, Batman Forever is pretty decent. Yeah. Was it Forever? Yeah, Forever. Batman was... Forever is that's one with Val Kilmer. That's solid. Okay. Yeah, my number seven is Godzilla X Kong, the new empire. It's the sequel to the surprisingly good Godzilla. X Kong. It'll bring back director Adam Wingard, as well as a good chunk of the cast, so that definitely should be uh, good to get the continuity there. Focus on the subworld and a new cryptid, I think. Uh, it's going to be inter interesting slash cool to see Godzilla and Kong supposedly team up once again. So the movie is slated to release on April 12th. Well, on to round six, I believe, and my number six is George Miller's Furiosa, a Mad Max saga, due May 24th. You know, the question is in the trailer, do you have it in you to be epic? But the real question for me and others is, why are they doing this? You know, I get all the doubts, but I am totally in for a Furiosa prequel because it's his best heroine. She was played perfectly by Charlize Theron, but this time it's, it's uh, Anna Taylor-Joy. She has a pretty thankless task because people are going to be doubting this from the beginning, but in the trailer, she is all in. The action looks like it's going to be just as good. You know, Fury Road... Except for Hard Boiled, maybe is, for me, the best action movie ever made. So there's a high bar. I think George Miller will deliver a winner with this, but we will see. It's got your boy, Thor, Chris Hemsworth. Exactly. It's got, a, it's got a very uh, strong cast. It will be fun. Yeah. Well, I'm going to keep in the same theme of action movie franchises. And I saw the trailer, I think, back in December. I'm hopefully optimistic, but is Beverly Hills Cop. Axel F. That's coming on Netflix. <laughs> First two Beverly Hills Cop movies I enjoyed a lot. The third one, universally panned, and that came out 30 years ago, which makes me feel old. But 
maybe this is the time where they get it right. The trailer seems to have obviously Eddie Murphy back, and then I was pleased to see that Judge Reinhold and John Aston, um, who sometimes I you know I'm just like, what are you up to now? They're both back too. My number six is, uh, and I just realized I think all of my movies on this list are either sequels or uh, based off franchises. Well, that's so. what it's going to be. That's what we talked about. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So, uh, <laughs> hey, I got a couple more on my list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, my number six is uh, Dune Part Two. Uh, this movie got moved from 2023 to 2024, and it's probably shaping up to be one of the better ones. My interest in Dune and the Dune series, especially the the movie series, actually only started by watching the first Dune movie for Oscar research purposes. For <laughs> was, was it Best Picture was nominated. For. Oh sure, yeah. Yeah, so yep. the visuals and the immersive story hooked me throughout the movie, so I'm in on this. It's got some, if not most, of the original cast. Plus, you're bringing in a lot of new names that are definitely going to up the ante. And um, hopefully, this movie will flow like the sands in the desert and be a great one. Poetry that, from Brad. That was terrible, but anyway, <laughs> the, the movie is slated to come out March first. All right, we're well, in the top five. All right, moving into the top five. My number five is Ballerina, which is due out June seventh. And despite the title of this, this is actually from the John Wick universe, and it's one I'm really psyched for. You know, Ballerina is about a young female assassin who seeks revenge against the people who killed her family. So very John Wick, and Ana Darmus plays the title character. And I did not know this, I had to look it up to remember, but apparently this character was introduced when John Wick goes to see the Rusco Roma yes. family in, mm-hmm. in number three. It's recast, I mean. Yeah, different, different, different character, of course. There's different actors, of course, but Ana Darmus is gonna kick ass, it's gonna be great. This is from Len Weissman, who did all the Underworld movies, so I'm pretty confident this will be a good movie. We're going we're gonna to keep this sequel train rolling. I didn't really have this picked until I was doing my research yesterday, and it's Twisters. Oh, yeah. It's a sequel to <laughs> Twister, which is a surprisingly decent movie for the concept. This one stars Glenn Powell, and what will be a... Put me over the edge. It is uh, directed by Lee Isaac Chung of Minari mm-hmm. fame, yeah. which is kind of a weird movie to be. I guess that's what all indie auteurs do. They have their own personal movie, and then they get a blockbuster movie, and this is it. The original Twisters didn't really have a plot, but it was still entertaining, and <laughs> hopefully this one will be too. Actually, I think somebody, I think one of the act, I think, might have been Glenn Powell said it's not technically a sequel, so it'd be interesting to see what they it's do. The same there, family, people, people same family. always say that. Yeah. Okay, so Twisters, that's me. So what do you got, Brad? My number five to keep the sequel train rolling here is Venom 3. Go figure, I'm putting Venom on my list. This probably should be lower, but eh. So, I mean, it's a comic book movie. Uh, after a rather lackluster, lackluster sequel, which still made bank for Sony, go figure, Brock is back with a still untitled sequel. Um, a new director in uh, Kelly Marcel. And only three cast members listed as uh, as this is being recorded. This movie might be the second or third to get past, pushed back to 2025 on my list. Is Michelle Williams on the list? No. Okay. I don't believe she's coming back. I think her last role no. was left behind. Mm-hmm. The only saving grace for this movie is it comes out after Deadpool 3, which a movie, uh, spoiler alert, is higher on my list. This movie comes out November 8th. So once again, this might be another one that gets pushed back. I'm uh, predicting... Uh... Michael Morbius cameo in Venom Three. Oh, and you know what? I have no, I have no. Link. I'm just gonna put it on the table. I think and then when it happens, that was just that was just for you, Brad. Ben, you're selling it short. It's also gonna feature uh, Michael, Michael Keaton as, uh, yeah. as Scorpion. So. And Craven. Yeah, so it's, they're gonna form the Sinister Six to take on villains because they're rewriting things there with Craven the Hunter being an anti-hero. So why not? And who knows? Maybe Craven's gonna be there. I mean. Serious, serious question though. Um, yeah. Craven comes out October thirtieth. No, it comes out uh, August. Yeah, it comes out August thirtieth. Oh, okay. And then Venom is like November, right? November. Yeah. Okay, so, so there's only like a couple months difference. Wow. Okay. Number four, Keith. 
All Leave right. us off. What you got? My number four is The Washers from director Ishana Shyamalan. Now, this is my only horror movie on the list, and you know, she is the daughter of M. Night, of course, and he will have his own movie in 2024 called Trap, but I'm more excited about this one. You know, Ishana, Ishana really cut her teeth on Servant, which was from the Shyamalan family. You know, it was a great Apple Plus series, so she knows her horror, but this is her feature film directing debut. And from the description, it follows Mina, a 20-year-old artist, as she gets stranded in an extensive immaculate forest in Western Ireland and finds herself stalked by mysterious creatures each night. Sounds very Shyamalan-esque, and it stars Dakota Fanning, so I'm rather psyched. I guess mine is technically IP, and my next movie is Piano Lessons. Um, it is the latest August Wilson play. You know, Piano Lessons, basically the story premise is about what the family's going to do about a family heirloom piano and apparently John David Washington is in this movie, Danielle Detweiler is in this movie, Samuel L. Jackson is in this movie, <laughs> and apparently the movie is directed by Malcolm Washington who is John David Washington's brother. Wow. So okay. it is a true family affair. Yeah. Also Ray Fisher, Corey Hawkins, mm. um, you know, Erica Badu, I mean it's a, it's a good cast. cast. So. Yeah. Well my number four along the lines of IP not sequel is Madam Web and this is probably on its own tier of interest level. This would probably be the medium to high interest level. To be honest, this interest level was very low to start, but after the trailer, it definitely piqued my interest. The story seems different than I'm used to, used to in the comics. It doesn't seem like it's, and man, you might want to correct me, but I don't, I haven't seen, the story seems like it's going to be something different than any comic I've seen. They're going hard with the Spider-Man characters though, because it features Julia Carpenter, and I'm not going to name the actors and actresses, because um, Sydney Sweeney. Sydney Sweeney is Julie Carpenter. Yeah. Dakota Johnson is Madam yeah. Webb, or uh, Cassandra Webb. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got Anna Corazon, you got Maddie Franklin, you got Ezekiel Sims. So, I mean, it's hopefully the story's going to dig into more of the Spider Man lore. Maybe it'll dig into the Sony Spider Man lore. Maybe help it out some. I'm not sure. I mean, it's, it seems like it's going to be sort of like a set up, maybe a prequel type thing to it. The casting list has Peter Parker's parents, so we'll see where it goes from there. Guess what? It comes out on February 14th for Valentine's Day movies. Mm -hmm. Keith, leave right. us up on our top three. Round number number three is The Bike Riders from director Jeff Nichols on June 28th. You know, I was in, I've been intrigued by this one for a long time. They, they somehow dropped the Taylor trailer in mid-summer, and I remember it looked like nothing that comes out in summer anyway. And I really like Jeff Nichols. He hasn't made a movie since 2016's um, Loving, but that's one of my favorites of the last, you know, however many years that is. And this one follows the rise of a fictional Midwestern motorcycle club through the lives of its members. And the pretty amazing front front listing cast is Jodie Comer, Austin Butler, and Tom Hardy, but also has Nichols regular Michael Shannon and Walking Dead icon Norman Reedus. Um, I dig biker gang movies, so this one should be really fun. Of course, it, of course, Norman Reedus. It's a motorcycle. Of course, Norman. Reedus yeah, of course. Is yeah. My, my coworker actually turned me on to this one. He mentioned he's like, it's one of the movies I'm looking for. He hit one of the movies he's looking for too. So I could give this a chance. So. It's going to be a serious indie kind of approach to yeah. biker gangs, but it will be fun. Yeah. And I think originally it was played to come out like in like the fall of 2023, yeah. so yeah. they pushed it back. Yeah, so they, I remember seeing it. They dropped the trailer randomly and then disappeared. I'm, I'm interested. I'm, I don't know if I see it, but I'm interested. So Okay, so back to IP for me. Transformers 1. It's an animated movie. Chris Hemsworth again is going to be in there, I think as Optimus Prime. Uh, a different Optimus Prime. Brian Tyree Henry, Scarlett Johansson. Keegan-Michael Key, John Hamm, Lawrence Fishburne. I think it's going to be in continuity with the movies that we have been recently watching. So this is kind of a 
what were they doing on Cybertron, the Transformers mm. home planet uh, kind of thing? So it was. Uh, I was seriously considering having that on the list too. It just uh, just missed out. All have? right, my number three. And if uh, let's see if the uh, language police can uh, stop me on this one. See if I get this uh, wrong. Uh, do you three. want Do you want Keith to say it? I'm going to say it because okay. you, no, that's you right. Gotta you got to try. You got to try. I'm, I'm gung ho on saying stuff badly. So uh, my number three is uh, Joker. Very good. All right, I'll take that. So um, the sequel to Joker. So I'm back on the sequel train here. Um, even which yeah, <laughs> even though that even though Joker was a very dark movie, it was still well done by uh, Todd Phillips, who is uh, returning as the director, and uh, Joaquin Phoenix is returning as author, author Fleck. So so that brings it to a good start. Plus, you also got Lady Gaga, who is coming in as possibly not said possibly a Harley Quinn. Come so. on, I'm, it's not said, Ben. So we can't assume. You never know. You never know, Ben. So, so what do you... I, I'm surprised that this is this on this list. I mean, this is going to be a musical, Brad. Oh, it's going to be a musical. Okay, well, well, but still... Change the change list. No, 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 no change it. No, I didn't, I didn't know that. I'm almost, I'm almost dead positive this is Yeah, I think Ben's right. Well, I mean, musicals have talking parts, so, I mean, it's not going to be straight musical all no. the time, so... And, I mean, it's, I'm interested to see if if and how they move forward from the ending of the of the first movie. But uh, this movie comes out October 4th, so guess what? It's, it's, a, it's a Brad birthday movie, yeah. so... You always it. get the best birthday movies. Awesome. I don't know about that. I think we've had a lot of Venoms on birthdays, on my birthdays. Yeah, so. I, was, I was being sarcastic, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> ben, I can't understand sarcasm. So. That's one of your many charms. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so that's my number three. Uh, Keith? What you got for All two? Right. My number two is Flint Strong from director Rachel Morrison on August 9th. You know, I had never heard of Rachel Morrison, I will be honest, but I looked her up and she's been a long time cinematographer. Did cinematography for um, Ryan Coogler, Fruitvale Station and Black Panther. And you know, we just don't get boxing movies anymore outside the Rocky and Creed stable, so I am thoroughly psyched. This one is actually a biopic. It's about Clarissa T-Rex Shields, American boxer and martial arts fighter, who she is currently the undisputed female light middleweight title holder. I had to, I had to look that up. And she won two gold medals in 2012 and 2016. Ryan Destiny plays Shields, and Brian Tyree Henry is in this also, and I just love boxing movies, so bring right. it on. For me, number two, it's a movie called Wolves. It opens in September. I don't know much about it, except that George Clooney and Brad Pitt are kind of reunited from their Ocean's Eleven days. And it's also directed by John Watts, who we all know from the Spider-Man mm -hmm. trilogy, the one with Tom Holland. That's all I need to know. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> but also, maybe I was running out of things to list. And... Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> we are getting to that time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So what do you got, Brad? Well, this one is on the same premise where I don't know much about this, but uh, the IP has kind of got me uh, a stoke. This also is the third or third that might get moved back uh, to 2025, and this is Karate Kid. I mean, I love. All, all, all capitals, exclamation points. I love Cobra Kai. And it seems like not only they're taking uh, taking something like that to the big screen, I mean, that was already mentioned, but it looks like that they may be combining with the Jackie Chan, their Karate Kid movie, So, because uh, Jackie Chan is one of the two people listed for this movie. So it's Jackie Chan and it, uh, Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio as, so we uh, don't know who the kid is. We don't know who the kid is. I think when they announce the trailer, and spoiler alert, this is actually the last one on my list. Maybe not the number one movie I want to see, but this is the last one I was going to say. So I'm not going to speak on it now. Yeah, go ahead. And but but they, they, had, they basically had the announcement that this is happening. And I think that announcement also mentioned 
they're they want to they're casting a kid so yeah audition so, I mean, but so if, Brad he can audition maybe yeah I doubt yeah. it I doubt it but if it's if they handle if this is handled anything like Cobra Kai or even the early Karate Kid movies I am going to be stoked and I'm going to be in so this is my number two it's slated to come out December thirteenth. All right. Well, in an end of list here, my number one is The Amateur from director James Hawes on November 8th. And I picked this one not entirely, but a lot from my love for slow horses because um, he came up, he really set up and directed the entire first season of that Apple Plus spy series from the novels by Mick Herron. And like many people in the world, I just love that. Uh, this is his second feature film and it follows the, let's see, actually he's in a lot of TV, but this one follows a CIA cryptographer managed to blackmail his agency into training him to let him go after a group of terrorists who killed his wife in London. Sounds very slow, very slow horses, very uh, juicy spy, and it stars Rachel Brosnahan, who I adore, and Rami Malek, so this should be really good. Okay. My number one was already mentioned, Karate Kid, so I'll just go ahead and pass it along to Brad. My number one, and I think if you know me, you could have guessed, it's the only MCU, MCU offering for 2024, and that is uh, Deadpool 3. Ryan Reynolds is maybe the only hope for saving the MCU. Rumors are about here. I mean, it could feature all the Fox Marvel movie characters returning. There's a lot of rumors for that. I mean, are they finally connecting Deadpool to the MCU? Are they finally bringing the X-Men to the Fantastic Four? I mean, is Taylor Swift going to star as Dazzler? There's so many rumors. I mean, who knows? John Wick might be fighting a xenomorph with Deadpool. I mean, it's possible, I guess. Anything, possible. So, uh, anything is possible. Anything is possible. So like you get, you get your Kevin Garnett meme going, Ben. So I don't know what's going what's gonna to come, but I'm ready. The MCU needs a win. Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman as Wolverine should be good enough for a win. And anything else should be just icing on the uh, cupcake. And this should be awesome. It's, I think, also Disney's first M-rated movie or R-rated movie. Probably. Probably. Yeah. We'll say uh, first R-rated MCU movie. There you go. So who knows what zaniness is going to come of this. Okay. The movie is slated to come out July 26th. So. All right. Well, I think that's it then. All right. Why don't we just go ahead and wrap this up then, um, Keith? Plugs? Oh, yes, you can find us at moviesinthemealog at gmail.com, moviesinthemeal on x slash Twitter, and if you listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find your podcasts. Okay, so for this episode of Movies in the Meal, I'm Ben. Thank you. It's Brad. Peace.